0: It's time to sit by the fire and write a note to your sweet mother who died last year of cholera on another exciting episode of the Kahal Boy Rehauty Podcast. Wait, governor,
1: know that I'm <laughs> coming correct. Let me talk to you guys about something that they can do, both drunk and high, that is extremely pleasant.
0: I think our podcast
2: needs a budget for guns. Kahal Boy
3: right
0: crack cold one baby what is it with this fucking podcast it's me your host karen Berry, joining us as always resident comedian and filmmaker anthony barrera
1: what's up what's up it's your boy young baphomet
0: back in the saddle back also joining us studio <laughs> engineer and
3: generally awesome guy and now part-time host sebastian mccabe hello hello yeah back from back from my hosting duties Cameron, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> dude,
0: can I just say it looks like you're giving yourself a tracheotomy with a USB cable. What are you doing, dude? You're more Robocop <laughs> Listen, than it's, ever. It's, you really got the choker
1: fashion going on right now. It's
3: there, <laughs> There's a lot going on here.
0: Robo-choker. Wow, we're going to make a fortune. Also joining us. We're so excited about this. Wish you could have been in the studio, but we had to just do whatever we could to get to talk to him. Ruben Escobedo the third. How you doing? Yeah. What's up, dude? Eat it, Michael. I got introduced before you did. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he would say something about it. I was hoping he really did.
4: <laughs> Not even on the so show, and I got it. before. You just learned the, the whole theme the of the
0: show. Yeah, you just learned the whole theme immediately. Good, right yeah. there. Now you understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, and partially introduced by the guest, Michael Booth. And let me just do this right. Monterey Bay comic and show producer. There you uh-huh. go. Hello, and Ruben Escobedo. I, I didn't give you credits either, uh, so you're a stand-up comic. For those of you who yes. already know, also a show producer. You've got the Pick Your Own Poison show. We mm-hmm. want to talk about the Zoom edition you've been putting out lately, and also you've got two podcasts now. Is that right? Is it two? Yeah, it up? two. I got two,
4: and then uh, possibly a third in the works. We'll see what happens.
0: But... Well done, sir. Well, we're glad to have you on here. Uh, first, you. though, I want to take the guests on a. I think the best way to get to know Ruben Escobedo the third, and we went over this beforehand uh, what do you think happens when someone searches you online like if some new person wants to get to know you and they type in Ruben Escobedo oh, or...
4: what do i think someone oh god i don't know yeah. probably <laughs> probably <laughs> something that i'm not proud of i don't know <laughs> like i feel like that's what happens when anybody googles themselves like, <laughs> hey, it, it,
0: it, if you Google me, it's like sixteen different white kids from Nebraska. Nine percent of them are rapists. It's not good. I've oh, done wow. the math. Yours is better, but yours is oh, hilarious. Insane. But I don't, I don't want to go the boring route. I don't want people listening in to just Google Ruben compared to the third. I want to take a trip down memory lane. I want oh, people no. to like do something that's gonna. You're gonna sound like I come from a distrustful source when I say this, but please believe me. Go to Yahoo.com. Okay okay so I'm afraid is... I'm about to get canceled <laughs> <laughs> I, I <really> <laughs> <regretfully>. <laughs> hey yeah. I feel like I
5: feel
0: yeah. like we'll be canceled vicariously through you so we'll take the oh, God, of this what here. did I we do get the, so... we get
1: the clout for exposing him <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: true, true. are you guys <laughs> gonna... animal embarrassing me right now <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk
0: we're trying to segue into D'Elia but just uh go okay. ahead and just go yahoo search yourself and then yeah. after you yahoo search yourself go to the images tab.
4: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's a lot of
4: weirdly like offensive drawings.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Gotta... Well, no, hold on. You're skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead because I want to okay. give credit where credit's due. The Internet and search engine optimization is a hard thing to get a grasp on, especially as a comedian. We don't got budgets. We're not from that background. We're just trying to make people laugh. But the very first thing that comes up on images is an awesome picture of you with it looks like a Two speeder storm trooper and a stormtrooper. Yeah, it's a,
4: it's yeah. a speeder trooper and a stormtrooper. And that is actually there's actually a really wholesome message behind that. God, I'm worried about this other stuff. But Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what we want to get to. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that is actually this is this is a funny story. I used to work at GameStop and uh-huh. a kid's uh, make a wish was to go to GameStop, which was like weird, uh-huh. but like hey, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, I do what his life was like. He just wanted to go to GameStop, but yeah. I knew that, and he was a big Star Wars fan, and I knew that there oh, are these cool, organizations cool. where they send people in Star Wars costumes and they, they do that kind of stuff. They were We had like a week's notice, a week's notice, and that was what they like, that was what they taught, like they all came games. out. They were super cool about it. They like so I got. To, I was literally leaving that work that day, and I got to take that picture. They were super chill.
0: What if the kid afterwards was just depressed about how bad his idea was? He's like, they had to bring Stormtrooper because my idea sucked. That <laughs> <laughs>
4: like
0: he just gave him insecurity issues. <laughs> yeah,
4: he he was he, like driving home. He was like, that was awesome, and he's just like, wait a minute. I went to GameStop. Like all yeah. he, that Bat Kid movie came out, and he was like, wait,
0: what? <laughs> I could
4: have done that.
5: <laughs>
0: you could be bad kid for a day. <laughs> what if he forgot to buy what he wanted at GameStop? No oh, He
4: just mad. came in. oh I'm just browsing, thank you.
3: I'm just browsing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that is wholesome. I'm glad that oh you were involved God. in doing an awesome makers thing. We made it not it gets, wholesome, but yeah. It it gets way worse from there. I just yeah, wanna say it goes from pitcher wholesome picture you, make a wish thing with a kid, to immediately El Chapo's lawyer, and then like six other mugshots, and then doodle, doodles from weird places. Can yeah. you do you, have, do you have any tie to these doodles? Maybe is,
4: I don't. Th- if I did, this was from a game. Oh, it's a game called Drawception. This is jeez. One of these is the meme Dap Boy, so you know it's old. <laughs> um. <laughs> These are like so... I definitely drew at least two of these. Most of these don't look recognizable want, to me at all.
0: I just want to say this. If I look like I haven't slept, it's because the night before our podcast, I always do a deep dive on any guest we're Oh, no. <laughs> so she searches you, you on I, everything. Can I, just,
2: can I suggest a fun game to play for anyone that's going to do this that's listening? Look at it like a timeline, like a comic book. All these photos in sequential order.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's it long, it's, it really, it's really interesting. If you, you want to get right where we it's are, it's crazy.
3: <laughs> good, good Yahoo. Uh, thankfully, com. I definitely did not.
4: Some of these are way better than I could draw. Um, <laughs> well, hey,
0: I want to say the crab cancer one, that was by far your you most beautiful You have to look at work. all the mugshots Simplistic, too, of other but people beautiful. That are in
2: between the, the drawings. That really adds to the storyline of the the. Oh, for I'll, sure. I'll tell you sure. right
4: now, for sure... The one that I know I did is Pika Shrek. I don't think any of these <laughs> okay, other ones <laughs> I don't think any of these other ones are actually me because there's actual talent in them. There is okay. one that's Pikachu and Yoshi kissing, and I yes. wish I drew that one. That one's impressive.
2: Can I can I yeah, let, that's can I say nice my word. favorite one? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, my favorite one is the... It looks like Mario and the devil. Uh,
0: it's Mario and Pink Jesus? And it's
2: like fire behind the devil and says, man, she's oh, that home today. And then Mario's saying, please let me star. Which I think oh, is, I believe
4: that's Waluigi. Uh, I believe Mali. that's Waluigi... <laughs>
3: Michael uh, just sounded like your your grandma like found some drawings <laughs> under your bed or something. Yeah. It's just like, is isn't this Mario and the <laughs> Devil? What what are these video games? That's my poor <laughs> grandma. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks so like. I don't th-
0: know. This is amazing. I feel guilty though at the end of all this because I looked at probably it looks like at least three years worth of drawception drawings <laughs> and I. I only listened to like two episodes of your podcast. So, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Here is the thing: fine. the podcast was better. The podcast was better. Yeah, but because my oh, imagination God. ran wild with
4: the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad that, like, that's always my biggest fear is that somebody's gonna
0: like. Now I know it happens when you Google me, but somebody's <laughs> gonna Google <laughs> me. No, no, no. It's only when you Yahoo you, so you've got a very small demographic that's being yeah, affected that's, right now.
4: Well, you know what? Let's just let's just let's check Bing. Let's see what happens. <laughs>
3: oh, dude, Bing is the horniest search engine. You—that's what I'm hoping for. Bing, Bing is thirsty. Is like permanent it's mustache safe search rides. off. Like if you, if you are trying to find pornography, Bing is the way that you find it. But if you're trying to find fucking anything else, it's no good because it'll just be all porn. That's the most practical thing Seb has ever said on this. Video. Honestly, yeah, that this is, is the best real...
1: piece of practical advice ever yeah. given by Sebastian.
3: <laughs> You know, normally, oh, I charge thirty dollars an hour dude. for advice like that.
0: So we were we weren't trying to turn you into like full blown uh, narcissist. There's actually more drawings
3: weird. on Bing.
2: wait a minute. Wait a minute. On Mario Bing is just a picture
4: a picture of my genitals, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I've because ever...
2: of like some military marching and,
4: and yeah,
0: you could you could tell it was yours from the mustache. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah, mustache yeah, on it. Yeah. That's
4: how that's how, <laughs> how I make sure. I was gonna say, how do
1: you recognize your own testicles?
0: Uh look man, we've all got our own problems. Um, <laughs> you know, it the green screen that you have as the background right now is giving me a really strong desire to like Photoshop in one of your drawings behind you. Oh god, that would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, just, I just <laughs> some weird memes. It's be too now, much work. It. It's gonna be too much work. So so I, something big happened yesterday. I wasn't there for it unfortunately, but you had a Zoom show. How'd it go? The
4: uh, Zoom show went well, man. It's uh, Pick Your Poison on Zoom is weird, but we love it. It's definitely different because live, it's a little <laughs> bit more polished and it's a live comedy show. So you get more stuff going on. It's mm-hmm. kind of more like boom, boom, boom. Atmospheric. But when it's over Zoom, like BMO and I will kind of just like kind of co-host it. Like we'll just be like, okay, you introduce the next person, whatever. Uh, It's much more interactive, which already the show is pretty interactive. Like we don't encourage the audience to like shout or do anything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, comics will more often than not just directly talk to the audience like this is dumb right like and and they'll get the audience involved and when it's over zoom it's even more escalated um Mm. it is Mm. absurd it's ridiculous we've been able to get comics from new york la just all over the country which is dope limitations are off which is yeah it's amazing the fact that like the show can somehow get bigger on zoom um because we can just like reach out to people
3: you have infinite space
4: yeah, and what's dope about it is, like, all you got to do is just reach out to somebody to see if they'll do the show. Like, mm-hmm. there was a couple, like, d- like things where I was like, hey, I'd love for you to do the show, blah, 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 And they're like, yeah, I'm in. Like, because no one's really doing anything else. Like, yeah, yeah, and they don't got to gotta do.
3: travel or anything. They don't yeah, have to set yeah. up or worry about you of home. home.
0: Yeah, it's you, you can do it with a comedy phone.
3: comedy right now
0: in some weird respects. It's really strange.
4: Yeah, and I think that, like, with the show, too, is, like, we kind of tell people, like, Obviously, have fun, but like, don't treat this like a regular standup. Like, don't worry about this. This is nothing. This is yeah. just fun. You're gonna do seven minutes of material of your actual material, no matter what. Because if you bomb the improv part or what, you're gonna do seven minutes of your own material. But then, if you headline, you do fifteen, and the headliners are always, you know, I mean, we book people that we know have fifteen. It's not like, uh, uh here's material, I guess. Like, yeah, we we've had a couple. Like, what's cool over Zoom is we've had a couple not. Stand-up comics, we've had like improv comics and like like comedians from like TV and stuff who like well then or podcasters that'll riff for 15 minutes and it'll crush because it'll just Mm -hmm. be different. It won't, which would be weird to do it live. It would be weird for someone on stage to go someone do kind of like my podcast for 15 minutes. Like that'd be so (laughs) weird to go to to go to a comedy show and like kind of be surprised with that. Like Mm -hmm. obviously there are live podcasts and you can go to that kind of thing and see live, but like. For someone to just be like, "Um, I told some jokes, let's do my podcast. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird, but it totally works over Zoom.
1: I feel like introducing it like that makes it even worse.
4: Yeah, you
0: can't just say that.
1: (laughs) I'm going to do 15 minutes from my pod, bro. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know. If you're Mark Mirren, that might get a standing ovation.
4: Well, it's like like the guy who won round one, he did that, but his podcast is called... uh, Oh my gosh, the brighter side. So what they do is people email in or they they sent in their like problems and they tell you the brighter side. But it's like a comedy podcast, so you know it's like the brighter side of this isn't always actually that great. But there there yeah, are good sides to everything. Yeah. 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 yeah, there are good sides to everything, and so it was kind of fun. And he just goes, "Ruben, what you got going on?" So in the middle of his 15 minute set, me and him are talking, and but it's it's doing well. It's funny where people are having fun, and I think that like Zoom comedy is weird. Because you want to pay attention, but also it's kind of like when you're watching something on your computer you can kind of zone out. Oh, because yeah. most things you're watching on your computer aren't live.
0: Most people are playing solitaire.
4: Yeah, or texting or whatever, but then yeah. when you're a comic and you look up and you see a grid full of people not paying attention. You're like, <laughs> Well, I'm I'm bombing. But you're really not because we do that all the time. We look at screens when we're you know, we're texting when we're watching Netflix or we're doing something else while this is on, or podcasts or whatever. Yeah, like, you kind of forget screen, that it's live.
1: You're not sitting in, a, in, a, yeah. in an audience. Here's where know? it's
0: different. I'll address somebody at a show who's on their phone. I will, I will make that person so uncomfortable they want to leave the room. And I'll make everybody else laugh at them. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll pick, I'll pick it out. So, like, on a Zoom show, I feel like it's kind of less cr- uh, credible to do that because, and this is something I haven't thought about as often because I don't like the Zoom shows myself, per se. Nothing against yours, it's just per- the performance. No, I know, sure. I like watching, but the performing. But, the people are in their home. They didn't yeah. go out to a club. They're in their home. If you insult them while they're sitting in their home, it's like, Ugh. <laughs> they're like at home, just blood pressure's rising. They're like, fuck comedy. You know, like Well, what's so- cool is like
4: the people that tune into a Zoom show are the people that want to watch comedy. Mm-hmm. Like like they're there because they want to see it. Like sometimes at a bar show, specifically at a bar show, they get surprise comedy where it's like, Oh, I guess something's going on. No one has ever accidentally gone to a Zoom show and been like, "Oh, there's comedy here." Like, I thought Yeah, they was got
1: the like- key, and we're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna enter this. <laughs> yeah, see what's going on."
4: <laughs> I thought this was a work there? meeting. What is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but so I mean, like those people, like we've had plenty of like, especially with my show, crowd work is great, and that's mm-hmm. what's so fun about crowd work on a Zoom show is you're in someone's home now. Yeah. So we had a. There was a couple weeks ago we did one, and there was two couples that we're watching you could see them in the grid and we're like oh like are you guys a and they were like sitting near each other so you assumed they were a couple but it was like we're like oh, are you guys a couple like or siblings and they're like oh we're siblings and i was like oh, okay cool and then there's this other couple i was like uh what about you guys and they kissed and i was like oh dope so also siblings cool
0: <laughs> 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 at least someone knows how to make si- sibling porn in the zoom chat yeah <laughs> Jesus christ i yeah. was like
4: uh, yeah you i mean can hey buy it on bing <laughs> yeah you google my name on big you that's exactly type what you <laughs> awesome.
0: man so how was the? how was mike kaplan i saw he was going to be on there last dude night. mike kaplan rules
4: um and oh, mike mike we've had mike on twice and he he we don't deserve mike he is a super chill dude super nice guy and we had him the first time and i was like there's no like i was like that ruled but there's no yeah. way we'd do that again yeah, and man. then like he emailed me He was like hey man I seriously had so much fun like thanks for having me on the show I was like yeah man no worries and like 2 weeks later he emailed me again and was like hey man if you have any spots I'd love to do the show again
0: and I was what? like I was like yeah you're wow. in you're in." that's so no no that's when you got to dick up a little bit and be like I'm a little busy mike can you bug me <laughs> later well, the, just, the worst I, part is I gotta get those I levels. <laughs> waited like
4: a week to respond because we were kind of like booked out and I was like did I wanted to get him, dick him. But I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to be like, "Hey, uh, let me get back to you." I was like, "Let me I was like, let me figure out when I I'm know for sure we have a spot. It's I'm, your just, spot. It's nice. I'm just going to
0: ghost you. It's your spot. I'm just going to slowly ghost you for a week. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, but my, cool, though that. Yeah, Mike yeah, you can I have mean, that
4: working rapport. His sets are always incredible. And we, me and BMO just sit there and we're like, "What? What like we don't deserve this." Like Yeah. yeah. It, it's cool to watch people riff um because a lot of people who are super uncomfortable with it often do well and then there are times who where you like there's we've had amazing comics on the show so have, all the comics we book i'm like just i love to watch because they're all impressive but i love when we get comics that are very writer heavy comics they're very scripted they, they know exactly the beats to hit because that's how they write and they right. don't riff uh and then you put them on a show that is riffing and they are terrible yeah they're terrified. Uh, oh, one, awesome. We had a, a guy who's an amazing comic. Dude's a headliner. He's so fantastic. We had him on the live shows, and he was upset. He was clearly visibly upset on stage, and he is trash-talking the show in a funny way, but he's trash-talking it on stage. Awesome. And he goes, uh, you know, this show is it like if you took Thor and took his hammer away and gave him a dildo. Like there's, <laughs> the, You take what he needs away from him and expect him to be good. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and I looked at have Be- more fun. Yeah, I, was like, I looked at BMO, and I'm like, that's our new tagline. Like, that's, yeah. that is how it's we not gonna the show. going to fit on a sticker, but. Yeah. yeah, that's how we pitch the show to people who are like, what's it like? I'm like, well, if you take Thor. <laughs>
0: even mess, you mess up the analogy. You're like, you ever try to build a house with a dildo? That's awesome. I love it. That's pretty sick, man. So uh, I want to talk about your other project. Uh, I know you got a, quite a few here, but yeah. the Kid Tested Mother Approved, yes. one of the first things advertised on your Instagram. 100-plus episodes in now. How is that? How have you been able to keep that going? It, you know what? I
4: love that this started with, hey, we Googled you. Here's some weird images you do. So now talk about your mom. Uh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're, this, is a, this is more of a deep dive slash investigation. But <laughs> yeah. No, so Kid Tested
4: Mother Proved is cool, man. It's, it's definitely, this sounds weird, but it's a show that I do for my mom. So it's, it's me and my mom, and each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us. Uh, and then we pick a movie for each other watch based on that theme. Uh, and then we talk about it, we review it, and it's, it's just a lot of us, like, you know, kind of making fun of each other, talking or whatever. And we did it as kind of like, oh, this will be fun. And I think we were maybe five, ten episodes in, and w- I sent an email up for the show, and we got an email that was like, I listen to this show because it makes me want to have a better relationship with my mom because I don't have that. And yeah. Like, and my mom was like... Oh, like it kind of became real for us. Like we, yeah. we were just like blah blah blah. This is us being stupid in front of a microphone, and then it was like, mm. oh, people listen to this because, for some people, this is the connection they don't have. Yeah, it's so wholesome.
0: Curious. It's such a wholesome yeah. way to listen and enjoy.
1: Yeah. Your something. existence it, 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 is like justified now.
4: Yeah, I mean, and that's it. Like you were saying, it's such a wholesome show. Like the very first episode, which people, I was like, I started from the beginning. I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't anything.
4: They were so bad at the beginning. But like the first episode, uh, the theme was like actors who died early. So I gave my mom Philip Seymour Hoffman in the Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. And summed up her and she's been a preschool teacher for 34 years. Summed up her review of it was uh, didn't make sense and there was too many f-words. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> that is exactly what I want my mom to think of
0: Big Lebowski. She's like, like a I 1930s censor. Super- yeah. a lot of
3: noise too many f-words <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but then like imagine the the tv version of the big lebowski it would just be like more beeps than talking oh no no <laughs> have have you seen not it? seen, it's a bowling movie have you not it's seen on youtube movie.
4: people have put up clips of the tv version so the scene where walter is uh the the when he's hitting the car because he thinks the kids spent all the money oh yeah this is what happens yeah uh, they dubbed it with, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just him going, you see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? It, it,
0: it's, it's better like than the bad mom. ones they do on yeah. TBS they used to do. Instead of like Mother F or like that, he'd be like, I'm going to go to this... And then it would cut to the thing and it'd be like, turkey base house. <laughs> or like, <laughs> uh, what? Jesus What's Christ becoming guy?
1: cheese and rice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you gotta, <laughs> I love that.
3: gotta keep it Christian. So, I, I love yeah. that stuff, man. So yeah, had this wholesome show. He's
0: a great idea. And it's fun because I know you love movies. You're yeah. kind of a cinephile. So having that, a, a thing you like and doing it with somebody you like, super wholesome. But like, when you went into quarantine was she like let's do episodes every day <laughs> no you know what's funny is we've been in quarantine and
4: she was like we don't have to do them weekly like she's like i see you enough um but dang like, okay yeah but so <laughs> so just with everything going on like it's even because she's still a teacher and she's still having to do all that stuff and mm. like so we we've been trying to like do them we have I have a new episode i'm probably gonna put up today but uh yeah no it's funny people think that like like they're like, oh, is your mom like really on it? I'm like, no, it's more me being like, okay, we got to record this time and this time. She's like, well, I'm kind of busy. I'm like, you stop being busy. <laughs> this that, is the show.
0: That's oh, my God. that's my whole point. That I was trying to get to like when you're working with your mom, like with these guys. Sometimes like we're partners on this podcast. So if I have an idea, I'm like, hmm, okay. First, let me see if I can implement it myself, and it doesn't impact them. If it, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Well, my thing is, like, when you're working with somebody who's family in a normal circumstance, it's a lot harder sometimes to give criticisms or things like that. But when you're working with your mom, is there a point where you're like, okay, uh, mom, you're going to need to go ahead and, like, talk into the microphone? Like, is there any points like yes. where it causes contention at home and, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, hundred... cold and stuff? <laughs> I, I tell you
4: what, there, there are definite episodes where, like, we might be, like, angry or, like, upset with each other right before, and then we'll start. And there are so many cuts of that I've just deleted where the show starts and to get my mom to laugh, I'll just say something stupid Okay. or like, like, so my mom and I have a very weird relationship where like I will flip my mom off. And that's totally like she, if I'm laughing and I'm not actually angry, it means nothing. There's no okay. meaning to that. It's just us being stupid. Yeah. A- and so like right before we record, I'll hit, I'll go three, two, one. Like I always count it down. And uh-huh. so I'll just go three, two one and I'll just, nice. just hold it and I'll just stare at her and then we, you know, we kind of start <laughs> it <happening. laughs> yeah, and, and it, it just because it kind of breaks that's the ice because like yeah. we know that like if we start an episode angry like it feel or it feels like we're trying to not be angry okay so, so it's, it's not like, awesome yeah and it's like what's the point of that like so we, we want to have fun with it we want to we want to enjoy it um we know that yeah I mean it is weird because like People always email the show, and they're like, "Oh, hey, Don and Ruben, blah 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 blah," and they have all these things to say to my mom. The way that I, I pitch my mom is my mom is like a female Mister Rogers. Everyone is important.
0: Yeah. Everyone matters. Uh, you, it's like a Bob yeah. Ross too. It's the same kind of feel good feel. And yeah, like, mm. and I she's know like, I'm not getting programmed to be alt right right now. I'm so <laughs> sure of it. <laughs> well,
4: that's the thing, is too. Is like she's like you know like. You, people listen because of you and i'm like no they don't (laughs) like nobody (laughs) i go i could be anybody like i go the only people that listen to me are my friends so i'm like please listen to this Uh, um but like all of her like people love her there are people that we all over the world we've gotten emails that want to talk to dawn and she's like but i'm just dawn i go exactly though but people are interested in who you are and people want to know who you are because of how genuinely wholesome you are like I mean, this was, geez, maybe a year ago now or, or it was long before this George Floyd stuff. We were talking about something and my mom was just saying that everyone matters and totally accidentally. She says, yeah, and all lives matter. And on the show, I go, well, actually, like, here's what that means. <laughs> and and Bond, she goes, you know what? Meaning, yeah. You're right. Like, yeah, like, there's another while everyone is important. That we you you that,
0: weren't super disrespectful about it.
4: Yeah. And, and but I think that people people hear something that they. Like like all lives matter, and like that person's evil, and it's like my mom just didn't know. My mom was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, she all just lives literally like,
3: meant exactly that. Everyone's important, yeah." She was yeah, like, the, "Everyone the is, is special,
4: mm-hmm. yeah." And so it's like, yeah, well, that the, phrase yeah. unfortunately has kind of been twisted. And so to talk to her about that, and to like go, "Yeah, you know, here's what that means," and to have that on the podcast to be like, "Look, it's okay to talk to people, and it's also okay to
0: learn." Yeah. So it's about movies, though, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. That was. Oh God, I'm trying. I don't even.
4: To do the worst movie we've done on the show. No, we've done. It's funny too, though, because my mom, you know, loves like wholesome stuff. But then, like, yeah. there are times where she's given me stuff like Goodfellas or Ooh, The Godfather she, she because she taste. Yeah, she loves wholesome. She loves Disney. She loves a lot of stuff, but at the same time she cannot pass up a good mobster movie. Like, she loves that, like, Mm. Italian gangster. Like, she goes, I don't know why. I just love that stuff. It's just so good. And it's funny because my mom, you know, she loves the very thing. And she doesn't like F-words. You know, oh, you can't say the F-word because it doesn't make you sound smart. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I go... Yeah. And then she's like, okay, so you're gonna watch Goodfellas. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm
4: like Mom, every other word in this movie, she's like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, let's watch Inglorious Bastards. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. It's oh she there are times where she's giving me a movie that she might not have watched before. Like she's watched mm-hmm. parts of it, but then she'll forget a complete portion of it. And she'll just like I'll be like, Hey mom, uh what's up with this movie? And she'll be like I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it,
0: watching it absolutely rules. <laughs> That's awesome. My mom watches nothing but Tyler Perry movies. Oof. And it seems like it's compensation. It's kind of weird. But, hey, yeah. man, Tyler
1: perrys he's got some sauce every now and then. Dude, does i seen does every Medea movie. Yeah. I swear to God. Diary of a Mad Black Woman funny. was fire. I will not hear anything They're, to the contrary.
0: No, no. The Tyler Perry movies are funny. It's even funnier knowing that like, Tyler Perry is putting all this work in. Like, he puts more stage time in in a wig than he does not in a wig. It yeah. crazy. That dude's a hard-working man. And, like, the man directs he, film, he directs film. He directs theater.
1: Top. He acts. He produces. He owns
4: his own, you know. Why like, tell me this?
0: I've seen company. every one of his movies. <laughs> Tyler
4: Perry does. The, Tyler Perry puts the work in. My favorite thing. <laughs> I've I've seen multiple Tyler Perry movies in theaters as, like, a joke. Um but one time I went and saw
0: Boo 2, okay,
4: the oh, Tyler Perry ha- uh, Halloween sequel. It was like the second Halloween movie. I did movie. not see
0: that one. I did not see and that I one. And
4: I saw that I the night it standards. came out Holy at 10, 10 p.m. because I had Movie Pass oh. at the time. And I was like, no one's going to be in here. Movie movie. Pass. Oh, I feel like I single-handedly took them down
3: because every yeah. day every day i bankrupt movie pass in the Can first just, month <laughs> what a fucking stupid business idea that was huh? <laughs> like who Hold fucking on. thought that that like okay yeah you I mean, just spend 20 dollars i don't think i know what this is <laughs>
5: you know and movie passes movie
4: pass, bro no, no.
3: okay. we're gonna do a whole
4: episode of who, movie pass who, later who wants to do explain right it now. to him i'll no, explain right. movie pass <laughs> So MoviePass was this thing that like kind of existed for a while, and I think it was like 50 bucks when it first started, but not enough people were it's signed up insane. for it. So they dropped it to like $10 a month. And for $10 a month, you could see one movie a day at any theater. That was it. <laughs> yeah, the, the only <laughs> you just, exclusion was like a certain
3: Sony Pictures movies or oh, something. Oh, no, that like, was like later. Premieres. That was way later.
4: That was way wow, later. Out the gate, amazing. there was one movie every Originally, day. No, and
0: no, it got better. It got better. It got better. You could buy matinee tickets, which were five (laughs) fifty at some theaters. You had a twelve dollar limit per day. You could buy two of those. Yeah. So me and my girl would buy four matinee tickets and take friends to theaters for free. It ruled. I went to. I
4: literally remember because I work usually at four thirty in the morning, and I'm off at like one. So I would just go to the movies after work, and that was uninterrupted nap time. So I would just yeah. go pick whatever the closest movie. There was, like, 115. Perfect. I'm going to go see Lego Ninjas. Perfect. Great. <laughs> and i go the fifth s- time? S- sit in the back and fall asleep. I did that for, like, nine days in a row oh, where I was just, oh, like, shit. it's shit. And it was – I didn't pay a cent. But I saw, like, it chapter one in theaters, like, six times. And I just <laughs> – <laughs> Uh, dude, Movie Pass
0: was the bomb. Movie yeah, Pass movie was the bomb. Yeah, it was destined to fail the moment that they started it. But yeah, well, but, I, here's the thing: there's a part of the business model that works. If you get people in the seats, the theater makes the money off the popcorn. Yeah, the part that sucks was it was cutting out the actual filmmakers because they're getting these inflated tickets. Yeah, and so it, it, there there was some issues with it. I think it's going to come back. It's still around, and I think there's other things they're going to replace it. But I sw- like. Mark my words, a movie pass era is back. We'll be napping in theaters again. Well, <laughs>
4: AMC they all the theater chains have them now. They AMC own, exactly, has one. Yeah. Cinemark has their own.
1: Like they have their own like rewards card type deal. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, and the movie ticket thing where you can sign up and get guaranteed tickets. I actually have it. I had it for Cinemark, and so like yeah, it's a good deal, and you get discounts on the popcorn and stuff. So yeah, it's not. A, there.
4: I mean, it's it was a good deal. Right now, it's probably not ideal, but well,
0: uh, yeah. Now it's like <laughs> it better come with a free health insurance plan. Uh, but <laughs> I'll, I'll get a say free this: mask
2: with your popcorn or some shit.
0: Yeah, it's, they're going to be so desperate. There's going to be like a movie pass 10.0. That's like, listen, we'll pay you. Just come get sick in our theater, please. We're going out of business. Uh, <laughs> but there's one other show you do that I know you got some other stuff coming up, but this one's already, I believe, out and about and just kind of your marketing yeah. a little bit. Time machine talk show.
4: Yeah, time machine talk show. That show is wild man i love that show uh i have a fourth episode i'm sitting on we're gonna put that up soon i uh what it is is that's more of like a comedy podcast where it's a it's like not scripted but there's a quote-unquote universe to it okay so essentially what it is is i inner i built a time machine in my garage out of an old freezer and re- uh, cash register parts uh, and i
0: urkel or steve
4: yeah i mean it's it's so it's actually inspired by a whole bunch of things so i'm a like we established huge film nerd originally in back to the future what they wanted to use as a time machine was a fridge but they didn't want kids to climb in refrigerators and like lock themselves in or die or whatever kids are idiots because kids are dumb so they uh so i was like okay and i've always like with work whenever i hear like a price that could be a year, I'm like, oh, that seems like a time machine thing. So I was like, I'll just say those are the time machine. Okay. And what I do is I interview comics, improvisers, podcasts, uh, but they don't know what historical figure they're about to portray until awesome. I introduce them.
0: Awesome. Uh, super. So it's like drunk <laughs> history. but Yeah. <laughs> up to the tilt. So that's a perfect example. It is like,
4: it is like a Live mix action, of drunk history, comedy, bang, bang, drunk history, like these kind of like, and that's what I tell the people before they come on. I go, if you don't know anything about this person, that is even better. Yeah. Like,
0: it's even <laughs> now better. Now that astronaut. Yeah, the first like, Mongolian astronaut. That's yeah. right. I said it. Yeah.
4: Every single episode, I think I've had at least one guest tell me I'm like an idiot. They're like, I hate you. And I'm like, yeah, it seems, <laughs> it seems fair that every single Success. historical
0: figure just looks at me and says, I hate you. All um, you hear is Excelsior. You're like,
4: <laughs> i had uh i had my friend austin who's was a comic austin blaylock i had him on and i was trying to stump him i'm like i'm gonna give him somebody weird and austin has a whole ma- has a whole set on stage where he talks about he's five seven he is a short guy and all his brothers hey, are hey, over hey. six feet tall well hold on <laughs> um but he talks about <laughs> now because of austin's set i do know that is the national average um but he he always talks about being short so i googled Famous short people from history. And I just went through these. And I was like, I, at first my brain was like. There's like two. No, just oh, yeah. there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> my brain Tom was Cruise like, still, yeah. give him Abe Lincoln. And I was like, mm, maybe. Like, that's almost two. So I well, ended most, up finding yeah. out that J.R.R. Tolkien, the creator of Lord of the Rings, was 5'6". And I was like, mm. huh. perfect. like He was a little dude. And I was like, See, perfect. I always
0: thought he was obese. No, he was a
3: very thin, frail man. Well, I don't I like. I always him kind of looking like a like a wizard. Yeah, big
1: uh, burly type. That's what I Man, thought.
3: that's kind of. No, I, yeah, I respected him more when I thought that's he was the battling Saracen. Why
2: the story Ceres starts in the Shire, gentlemen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. He I bring
4: him in, and I'm thinking, oh, he's got nothing. And I, I we start talking about Lord of the Rings, and I ask him his ten favorite Lord of the Rings characters. Number 10 was, like, Barack Obama. Number <laughs> nine was like, was, like, he's saying these dumb things. Number 8 was, like, Helga Pataki. And I go, okay, what's number 7? And he just goes, Shelob the Spider Queen. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, what is Shelob the Spider Queen from? And he just goes, it's from Lord of the Rings because I wrote it. <laughs> and he goes to tell me all about Shelob the Spider Queen, who is a legitimate Lord of the Rings character. Austin is a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So he knew oh. all these ridiculous. <laughs> he just he's just, yeah, totally dicking around for a bunch of them. And then right after She Loved the Spider Queen was like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like oh, it just yeah. went back <laughs> to just being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it was just stupid, dumb. I love it. I mean, we've had, yeah, I've had uh, Sam Weber, who's a Santa Cruz comic, he came on. And uh, yeah, he was just on the show. Love Sam. As we we're getting ready to sit up, he goes, I want to let you know, whoever you give me, I'm going to give them a Southern lawyer accent, like the Southern like, <laughs> debutante lawyer. That's and I perfect. was like, well, in my, and in my notes, I was like, well, Sam is either going to be JFK or Teddy Roosevelt. And then he said that. And I'm like, he is no longer Never an mind. American politician. He's
0: Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> He's <Obro> Winfrey. <laughs> I made him
4: King Tut. <laughs> <laughs> That's, not <bad. laughs> nice. so, That's not bad. So we had Southern lawyer King Tut Common. <laughs> Um, and it was perfect that he's just talking to me about ancient Egyptian in this southern I'm Just a drama. young
0: pharaoh in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so good.
4: Uh, and, yeah. like, we just were, I just got to record an episode uh, with Adel Rafai, who is a huge podcaster. He's on Hey Riddle, Riddle. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh, man. And I made him John Lennon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did he do the voice? And Did he do he, a voice?
4: Yeah. Oh, he instantly was like, Hello, i Lennon. I can't and believe I'm on a podcast. I thought I, I was dead. He <laughs> just kept saying Liverpool because... You know. <laughs> That's a
0: one John Lennon In fact he knew.
4: <laughs> I, and he Liverpool, was like, where's uh, Yoko? Like there'd be a silence and he'd just go, Liverpool. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. I, and what's so great about that is like after we record, he goes, dude, that was fun. I'm like, yeah, man, I appreciate it. He goes, i am be honest, the second you said John Lennon, I was like I don't think I've ever done a John Lennon voice. And I was like, well, you could have done whatever. And he goes, I, I he does It was like I had to it. do it. Yeah, there's 30 <laughs> minutes of him going. Liverpool. <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. But that's the thing. This Broadening so, comedy so, horizons. Yeah, so fun and so stupid, but I love it.
0: Awesome. Well, in the spirit of all the different improv stuff you do throughout all your shows, it's a common theme. We want to do a little something with you, give you a chance to improv on the show uh anthony you want to take us into this one
1: listen uh this is the 30 second pitch 30 seconds Uh, we take one topic we make you guys uh pick something for it and we give you 30 seconds to pitch it so the 30 second pitch this episode is covid friendly kids
4: toys covid friendly kids toys yeah yeah all right
0: Uh, should i start yeah, please. is it is it thirty race. seconds each or thirty seconds total? It, it's approximately thirty seconds each. Okay, and we're gonna okay. hold you to that. It's kind of like a, like a racing game. If you get like a really funny thing, you get plus five seconds. And <laughs> If you say something terrible like Anthony does, you get no seconds, no segundos. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> color friendly kid toys. I was trying to think of something basically that kids don't touch, because that's the only really way to make it uh, like friendly. But then I was like, wait, what if you just cover everything in like Lysol? And I was like, so how do you cover something in Lysol and still make it fun? Uh, Lysol slip and slide. (laughs) So... Like, yeah, and it's perfect. You could put it, you could put it right on the front door as your kid comes home from school. He's clean, you know. So it's you can make fun for him. Dis- <laughs> yeah, you could put one of those emergency eye wash kits at the Lysos like the kitchen because they're gonna need it a lot. <laughs> the kids like standing
5: like it burns.
0: <laughs> the burning makes you stronger. I can't feel my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my eyes hurt. Well, COVID gets in through the eyes, so it's good that the all got in there, didn't it? Adults are inside just
2: drinking, like, glad we can finally get together after this virus.
0: <laughs> hey, has anyone seen
5: this? <laughs> that... This might one... be good
0: for adults. This might be good for adults, dude, to be honest. One, dr- <laughs>
4: one drunk uncle outside is just pouring Lysol onto a slip and slide and is like, We ran out of soap. <laughs>
2: What He's about bleach? Just bleak? squirting She's the like, kids nah, as they bleak, drive by
5: on a dry mat. <laughs> <laughs> bleach is the adult version. <laughs>
0: there's put instead of Lysol just vodka. <laughs> it kind of disinfects.
1: All right, uh there's Cameron <laughs> Sebastian, 30 seconds.
3: Oh, you're really going to put Lysol me fucking up seconds. Okay. Was so I was really I was really trying to think of one and I'm not ready yet.
5: <laughs> <think you're probably laughs> right oh, funny. Michael, thirty this? seconds.
1: Uh, yeah. Me? Okay. Smashman's not ready. Okay, <laughs> I got one.
2: Okay, so <laughs> like with uh with you know with COVID, social distancing is key with your with kids, right? I think that's the worry amongst the the adults that have children. They wanna keep their kids away. So uh there's gonna be like a it's like a it's like a chest plate that they can wear. Then if another kid gets close, it'll just like it'll be like sh- it's like shoots water uh, not, so <laughs> just sprays of the kid. You know, get away from me. Uh, there's an attachment too that you can take out the water. You can put pepper spray in for when your kids walk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say. It's, you know, it's not just a toy. It's a protective item. Uh, you know, social distancing in public as well. I think this is great. <laughs>
3: The pepper spray one is for future cops. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: just, definitely not gonna lead to any can, lawsuits.
0: Can I just say the way you proof this app? This is you get an app for it. This toy that has like a body camera on it too, <laughs> yeah. so you can oh, see who your kid is well. spraying. Yeah. See, see who your kid's spraying? It's like if your kid gets harassed, you get an app on your phone. It pops up, and you look down, and it's like another kid getting sprayed in the face with pepper spray. He's like, ah!
4: <laughs> what, what Michael has invented is essentially child police
0: officers. <laughs> I think <laughs> they have this on the border. I actually just... think they have this on the border already.
4: Watch the
1: neighborhood bully get one of these things and just start terrorizing the neighborhood. I was
2: gonna, that's what I was just thinking of. The bully's going to tape off the camera. And, <laughs> 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 Sorry, Mom. <laughs> the camera just
3: stopped the camp, working. the broke. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It was Why be- we- yeah. <laughs> it was yeah? If you look though, at the chat, ch-
2: like as a parent, you can't take your kid's spray plate away if he's a bully because then he goes without one. All the other kids have it. He's over. He's done. You can't. You can't yeah. just take it away. Like I don't know how you would. I <laughs> there's mean, be, there's I mean, going to be so, so much because then he hooded. will no longer be
3: the bully. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You've taken yeah. away his main, his main means. Of- yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, all you right, fucked up. Here you
2: go. No chest up. plate today. <laughs> he
3: defenseless on these streets.
0: He just comes back with his eyes all puffy and swollen. He's, like, vomiting Little blood.
3: <laughs> Can I have my chest, chest plate, plate tomorrow?
5: To <laughs> oh, you
4: thought it was cool to go to school and call a kid gay? Well, here you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm imagining, though, the kid gets, like, uh, you know, shoved into a locker or whatever. That still happens, right? And, I feel uh, like somebody's eh.
2: gonna go and play with Cameron's toy. And they're gonna put Lysol in this fucking spray
3: thing. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, the crossover. crossover.
1: All right, I got a good one. Um, I got a hypoallergenic stuffed bear with respirator <laughs> attachment. So that kids make.
3: So what is that? The kids can just like stuff their face. So the in kids
1: it? can hug it. It's hu- like the attachment is right over the face. So when you hug it. You also get life-saving oxygen. Oh. The, the um.
4: problem with that is it just looks like kids everywhere are going to be, like, assaulting stuffed animals.
0: <laughs> yeah. That would be the saddest teddy bear ever. Like, Mom, can I get a teddy bear
3: without a gas mask? It hurts my face. Can yeah, just <laughs> get a regular one?
2: <laughs> like, no, no, it's doing, cool because it's hypoallergenic.
1: You know, it's super soft and clean and, like, doesn't fuck with your allergies at all. Do like artificial
2: polyesters
4: give me a rash. Are there it's non-hypoallergenic teddy bears? <laughs> yeah.
1: Where's the oh, mask making at? making these piece yeah. of shit lead-based hey. bears? They're made out of 100% recycled
2: material. <laughs> <Counter-based> <laughs> <glass. inaudible> friendly.
3: Counterpoint like it's eco-friendly. Counterpoint hyper It's got to be in a good spot. Like you can't like, <laughs> yeah, the mask can't be,
2: like, on the bear's ass. You just keep doing it, like... What are you doing, <laughs> son? You'd be like... You don't even know how to eat the booty like groceries, dad. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm reenacting like, the deep,
0: human son. centipede. <laughs> Breathe oh deep. Yeah. Jesus, this is a this is like a fetish doll more than it is a kid's toy. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think, dude.
1: I don't know how the mask got moved to the ass. I put it on the face. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Michael's I didn't... the real sick one here.
2: I just asked where would it be, and then I said you can't put it on the ass.
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. Someone down trying to get d just fucked up, didn't hear right, and now <laughs> we got did. a thousand. It's on the of these ass. <laughs> It's on yeah, the face I don't of that, that marketing wrong uh, with
2: this bear? Like, that's even
1: worse? Like, listen, what do kids love? They love stuffed bears. Name me a kid who doesn't like a stuffed bear. He'll not, he's like not you're a kid. He's not trying to
2: start like a bestiality cult, like with all
4: these kissing yeah. <laughs> bears. What the stuff. fuck? You know what? You could you could go licensing on it. I think Sonic the Hedgehog would do real well with that. <laughs> I'm trying to break into
1: the furry community. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! When did you, you first you know even you were a tried. furry? I'm not a furry. I am not a furry. No, I just, It'll, I like the idea that it's wow, like, oh, when did you so know? I
2: think there's some I'm not out. a furry. I'm definitely not I, a furry.
0: I think the furry community I, broke you in. Me? 100% not a furry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Ever since <laughs> Who's watched asking? I'm not Roger a furry. Rabbit. I think
1: we just found out that <laughs> Anthony's a... I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not a furry. Okay. I just, I
4: my... like the idea though that like that's what breaks people into being a furry is like, yeah, my mom got me this respirator with uh, this teddy bear, with the respirator. I just kept kissing
0: it. <laughs> now he can't stop jerking off in rabbit costumes. Oh my god, oh, no, what's wrong with me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ruben, thirty seconds, COVID-friendly kid toy. Oh, did All right. you do one yet? Are we putting pressure on Ruben first? I've, I've got, mine. Oh, do, you want to, you want to do one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for Go for it. Seconds. Go for it. I'll go
4: last.
3: Okay so mine is very simple it's a very simple idea um we just need to fucking in order to get more kids wearing masks because we've already decided we're sending these fucking kids back to school we don't give a shit right we're yeah we're there for sure (laughs) can't deal with you. and what what do kids fucking love doing they love wearing masks are you fucking kidding me they love wearing like spider-man masks and all this bullshit so we just need to fully embrace that like we just need to give these kids a oh, fucking spider-man or optimus prime whatever but like i'm talking like full-on like if a like the kind you would wear if you had just been if your country had just been mustard gas or something like oh full-on God. gas masks right wow. we pull you them out of stores we probably have them pitch? somewhere yeah, dude, they're just like bitching, like light up, like Spider Man, or if fucking they're wearing my chest plate masks. and this mask. They're gonna look sick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly though. No. That's the thing. You combine it. You combine it. They're with not the gonna fucking fit on the slip chest. Plate they're not going to
2: school. They're going to fucking <laughs> to enforce social. <laughs> yeah. <man.
3: laughs>
2: Give the mask will have, like, suit. a bunch
3: of, like, uh, like radar sensors in it, and then it'll, like, light up and freak out if someone gets more than six feet, or, uh, gets closer than six nice, feet. Yeah. So you're <laughs> you're like, in cage kill mode. Social distance, it'll yeah. send a
1: Bluetooth message to the chest plate, letting it know to spray the pepper spray onto it's the It's all, longer. it's
0: all, dude, we've... You guys are not in touch with kids very well. No, I'm really At not. All.
3: At all.
1: This, you, uh, kids going children. to school are cruel yeah. little fuckers who like to bully other kids.
2: They're gonna love That's... this. In 10 years, we're going to be saying, like, true. defund the kids, because they're going to be military. Defund the, the kids! Tanks. Oh, no. No. no! They're just going to have full gas mask and chest plate armor and everything. What are we talking about?
0: <laughs> Look, we thought the young generation would grow past this, but there is systemic oppression among the youth. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, actually. That's sad. <laughs> Oh All right, well on that note I okay. can give the perfect jump off point for really here we go <laughs> here <you> go <laughs> now,
4: look, we're talking about systemic racism um, okay look what do kids what do people love protecting children what do people not like putting children in cages now mm-hmm. what else do people like hamsters now let's combine something they don't like putting children in cages uh, and make human-sized hamster cages. So you make a child-sized hamster cage, get and with those tubes and the wheel and the water bottle, because then if you make a human-sized hamster ball for children, you just let them go down the street. They get hit by a car. They're fine. They can play with their friends. They're not gonna get. They're not gonna get corona. You do we need to cut holes this in the ball. This is to take. Put them all in giant bubbles. <laughs> you do, yeah. Cut holes. What? A... Now, you call it there a bubble
0: instead
1: of the cage? That's important for marketing purposes. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no. What fun I'm saying is, there's a cage. <laughs> the
4: cage is at home, and they can crawl <laughs> through the tubes. Because at... look,
0: no, you have to have the cage. cage is where you take the ball without the cage. cage.
4: Yeah, yeah, tell me the difference between a hamster cage and a mcdonald's play place they're exactly the same
2: <laughs> <laughs> they've got tubes everywhere they've got they stuff well you can... one of those big things that you can run <laughs> in the bro, wheels but you just, yeah there's yeah. the <laughs> <run> spot <laughs> where you take your shit <laughs> get exercise. No, childhood 100%. obesity
1: will no longer be a thing because of the wheel Look, you guys not are true. They have to.
2: Cops. Yeah, you have to I'm do solving problems. the wheel after you eat your Happy Meal. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I've seen the fattest kids ever at
0: McDonald's, so that theory does not stack up.
3: <laughs> are we
0: worried it's going to go like the way of the hamsters and the kids are going to start eating each other? Hey, we'll cross if that it does. when we get there. Hey, yes. man,
1: it's love the sandbox, you know? <laughs> we'll Whatever call it happens, an aggressive happens.
0: case of COVID. It's just very aggressive COVID. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I just like the idea that there's going to be one kid who's using all your guys' products, and then the kid that comes out of mind is, like, this jacked nine-year-old. And, like, a kid, like, pepper sprays him, and he just, like, blinks it off and wipes it out and
0: just starts beating the other
2: kid. And <laughs> they spray it on the bubble, and he's like...
0: No, he's been living his whole <laughs> life as an animal. He's like, Wah. yeah, <laughs> drink a diet coke out of one of those big bottles. Like, blah, blah. <laughs> he just drinks out of. Room kid eaters. just looks like
2: Henry Rollins with a ball when he's bald, just like in the bubble, just as <laughs> <Yeah.
0: just, laughs> <That's>
2: a nine-year-old.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like that movie Hannah, but with gluten allergies and it... yeah, oh that kid won't be allergic to anything. That kid will be that kid will be the prime specimen. <laughs> I think that's actually how a lot of kids maybe die. <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> Wheat chaff. How do we do it? <laughs> that was the darkest biblical reference I've ever made. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I think uh, I think we got some good headlines. I think we got some good things to punch there. We'll uh, we'll turn one or two of them into an actual product. So what's, uh, what's some big stuff that's been on your plate? What's some standout moments in all your shows? What have been some things that you've been loving to experience going through life? Well, I, what are some I, things you want to share?
4: I think I think for me right now, it's just cool to see what Pick Your Poison has been able to become. Like with Home Remedy is what we're calling it. Like It's just been fun to be able to get these comics that like we never would be able to get live because they're in New York or LA or whatever. Like, But it's cool to be able to, to grow our brand and to see that and to be able to push that to other places and it's it's cool for us because we're starting to get like fans who are coming because they like the show. And that 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 blows our mind. Um I mean Bimo Bimo is the best. And I've always said like cuz Bimo like I don't know, I don't know and I'm like dude, if you leave this show, the show's done. Like I'm not going to do this without you. Like <laughs> like it's just funny cuz I did the first season by myself, but Bimo was the general manager of the brewery. Mm. And he was pretty he was pretty much co-producing Mm-hmm. And then in season two, I'm like, yeah, man, so, yeah, like, you'll be the co-producer. Like, it'll be you and me co-producing. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, dude, you you've, you, did so much. Like, of course. I and we even moved breweries, and he stayed with me as a co-producer. Like, he helped me find a new brewery. Oh, dang. And, wow. you know, we, yo, BMO rules. And BMO has so many amazing connections in the area that, like, he is the perfect person to work with. Because with, like, the ideas that, like, these weird, bizarre ideas. that I Because I'll pitch him new ideas, because we get breweries that are, like, hey, man, we'd love for you guys to come bring Pick Your Poison here. And we're like, well, we're not really going to take it anywhere. Mm. But here's other ideas for other weird shows. Because, like, mm-hmm. people like seeing something different. And, like, what oh. be, be most crowning achievement with the show is we sell that place out on a Tuesday to paid tickets. That's ballsy. Like, that's that's, that's not easy. And, mm-hmm. like, we definitely don't give ourselves enough credit on that. Where It's like, that is difficult. But I I think for us to now kind of move it and to move it, not only did we move it to Zoom, but we made it free on Zoom. And when we go back to live, you know, we'll probably go back to, you know, in 2045, when we go back to live comedy, it'll be ticketed again and and we'll we'll figure it out. But, like, to show ourselves that we can do this on a Friday and it can still be successful is also like, okay, cool.
0: So it's not a Tuesday-only shtick. Was there ever a doubt of that? that Kind of,
4: because Mm -hmm. with everything that happens on Friday, like –
0: all oh, competing yeah your competition steps up yeah
4: so competition yeah, steps up because a lot of zoom shows happen over the weekend or people just have other things hard. they want to do
0: yeah oh yeah friday's but, a try hard day saturday same thing
4: a hundred percent yeah and cool, man. and so yeah i mean it's just trying to figure things out and seeing what's going to happen but yeah dude we love picket poison
0: Bemo's Bemo rules um I only met him once, and it was at the last show at a Cafe Fruscotti. I think it was. He um, he is
4: insane, and I love him to death. He, he it was funny because people think Bimo and I have known each other for forever, and we literally met two months before Pick Your Poison started. Dang! Wow, like
0: that's cool. yeah, like yeah. Super uh, nice guy. He sold me some heroin. He's oh, see, yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make me pay for it. But I. Uh... <laughs> well, what's funny is literally the first com- one of the first conversations Bimo and I ever had was me pitching him "Pick Your Poison." That's crazy, that's and awesome. then, and that's what it became. And so, like, with his knowledge of like how to run a business and how to run a show, and with mm-hmm. me me kind of being super delved into the scene of like, we need to get this person, we need to try and get this person. Hey, so and so's on tour with so and so. I can reach out to this person and see if they'll come do it. And blah 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 blah, like that that's what we love about the show and like we kind of like at this point like depending on the week like he'll take three spots and i'll take two spots and it's like you fill these three i'll fill these two we trust each oh, other nice. to know Even splitting the booking yeah because we dope. we both trust each other enough to know who's gonna do what like we know that nope that the other one's not gonna book someone that absolutely sucks mm-hmm. and like sure that's we've had people we've had people that have like disappointed us but also, we've had people yeah. that have blown us out of the water. Where we're like, "What was that?" Yeah, like well, just be- every night's different. You can have yeah. a good
0: comic, and they can have a bad night. So exactly, you can't yeah. hold somebody accountable, for especially every
4: thing. with riffing.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, the first half element, they they
4: could get a completely different envelope than they got the first half. Like, if somebody, I've, we've had a couple people who've done the show twice, and mm-hmm. one has been amazing, and the other maybe not so good, or both have been great, or both have been okay. Like it. It's it just depends on the comic and was like was there
0: ever a mismatch on a card like where someone got a topic and it was just you could tell right away or like you found out eventually a like big mismatch?
4: No, I mean there have been times where I've in the first season we did the show I had a little bit more topical references like more like pop culture and we realized to kind of like slow them down because some people were just completely missing what the reference was to. And they were, like, shooting for something completely different. Oh. And it, like, didn't work instantly. yet. Yeah. Like, one envelope said, president of the Creed fan club. Okay. And this person just goes, I've never seen The Office. Oh. And it was, like, right there. Everyone was like, but Creed, the band, yeah. it's right there. Just, it's it's
0: really fun to make fun of them. Everybody does it. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. But they, like, they didn't even... Because especially when you're on the spot like that, you don't <laughs> yeah. even think about... It. You're not <laughs> thinking... Oh, this. Oh, that. We have had the best one we ever had. I feel like I've said that all the time about this show. But one of my favorites was Sean Reddy starts his set and he goes, I need to let you guys know I am terrible at reading. He goes, I didn't realize I would have to read so much when I agreed to do the show. I am not good at reading. That's great. And we're like, yeah, that's fine, man. And it was like, he does his first two jokes. Boom, boom, boom. His third joke. It says uh, DoorDash for adoptions. Okay. Oh, nice. And he looks at it. He looks at the crowd and he looks back and he goes, DoorDash for abortions, huh? (laughs) And the crowd is losing it.
0: That's awesome. Everything just went in his favor. (laughs) I'm like, Sean, it says adoptions.
4: And he just goes, oh, (laughs) same thing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, it's. I mean, that's like that. I, I love it because it just keeps people on their toes. It's fun. Oh, uh, I mean, I've talked to Michael about bringing it to Salinas out, out to you guys uh, when everything cools yeah, down. But yeah, we, that'd be fun. Salinas
0: market is nice. Yeah. I, I've been surprised. I did, I thought coming to the Monterey area, like I started comedy over here just like a year and a half ago. So I didn't yeah. know what to expect. But now knowing a little bit more about scenes and cultures and kind of different regions, it's weird that Salinas is popping the way it is and the way it does. Yeah. So many different types of comedy. I've seen like the really fast paced light em up, bang, 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 big city comics. I've seen the guys who are like more trying to set a, a theme or a vibe, like the southern style comedy. I've seen a bunch of different types, and like everything responds well if it's executed well. So I know that that format would work down there. It's just getting a good venue that, uh that you know, makes it work. But it'd be, it'd be fun to see it, man. It'd be great to see it. And to not have to drive an hour and a half to see it would be amazing. Yeah. But and I mean, if, especially I, I, I if I I'm could... on the Zoom show.
4: Yeah, if I can bring you guys – if I can bring it out to you guys too, I would love to just have you guys all do it. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. What's nice about it is you can use comics from that area. Like we normally have people drive from like San Francisco or or all over who have come and done it. And the lineups – that's why I love building a lineup on a show. That's my favorite thing, especially (laughs) with this show because I'll look at it and I'll go, well, we have three deadpan comics, one super energetic comic. Like maybe maybe we even it out this way or even it out that way. Because people are like, oh, well, you got to book this kind of person, that kind of person. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Look, I book who I see in the scene and who I see is doing good, and like, and, and that's the thing. People are like, well, at least one female comic. It's like, well, of course, but also like this last show, we had four female comics, and they were all all stars. Yeah. I mean, they were amazing. One of them yes. was from Boise; she was amazing. We had uh, mm-hmm. one from L.A., two Bay Area comics, and it just hit after hit. Every single joke was like boom. But like, they wrote it. Like I yeah. told Bimo, I go, the envelopes could not have been better for this episode, for this this round or whatever. Because it was just so great feeling. boom, boom, great boom, feeling. boom,
0: boom. Yeah. I, I love yeah. it, man. Yeah, I do like that booking. Po- you made a couple points there that like, I'd like want to make comment on if it's not, not too much trouble. Yeah. But the, the one thing about like with any trying to fill a demographic of a type of comic, it becomes so much exponentially harder when you're not just setting your expectation at like who's going to be funny. There's going to be different types of people in the audience. I need different types of comedy. You know, like you said, deadpan. I need of with big gestures or whatever. Get the whole gamut. But then when you start going like, okay, I need a female comic. And I had two females I invited. They're hilarious comics, but neither one's available. So now i got to find a third comic that fits this bill. And just coincidentally, it's better if they're a woman or else people might get upset. Yeah. And like when you, and it's not just like I'm not trying to pick on women because I know there is like a history of like being absolutely blacklisted from even having opportunities. So sure. there's justified cause to talk about it and stuff. But like how many different categories and how many different things it worries me because I haven't as a comic set like, oh, I'm this style. I've had whole shows where I do deadpan, and I've had whole shows where I'm like, practically doing mime. Like, it just – I've, I've gone, like, all just big storytelling. I've done super scripted jokes, tight, tight, tight. And so I don't know how do you, as a comic or as a booker, when you're looking at a comic, is your assessment based off what you've seen of them live? Yeah. Like, how – how just you have to see a lot of live performances. So when everything
4: one. was normal, I would try and go to as many shows as I was doing.
0: And you're everywhere. Yeah, I've seen Yeah, them so, like – yeah. And that –
4: it, 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 you know, there are times where it's cool and times where it's not, because there are some shows I just go watch to watch. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, and then I get there and people are like, "Oh, do you want time? Do you want time?" And I'm like, "No, I I don't want to be a part of this at all. Mm-hmm. I just want to like watch. Like I, I like mm-hmm. I will look at comics that I see that are popping up a lot in Bacon, the Barrier Comedy Network. And I'll, like I'll see them yeah, on posters yeah. and I'll find shows that they're on and I'll go watch them. I'm like, okay, why are they why are they showing up a lot? Mm-hmm. Are they – or if there are people who have hit me up on Facebook who I don't really know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell them I'm going to be there. But I'm just going to go yeah. look for a show that they're going to be on and I'll go watch and see if I like them because it's so funny to say this as a producer. Clips drive me insane because that's one shot
2: like I, – I agree with and, you there. Like it's better to – you know people – people would ask me, like, can I come do the thing? I'm like, come to an open mic, or I'm going to be at this open mic this night. Like, you know, come, come. like, I want to watch you. Just like to that point you're saying, like, I, yeah. I, I, I 100% agree with you on that. Like, watching somebody, and watching them a couple times, because you want to make sure that they are able to handle different environments before you, yeah. you know, bring them to your show. Because especially something like you're doing, which is, you know, not the normal format, you want to see how they handle, or, or handle pressure, or you know, things like mm-hmm. that. Because that's a, How do you riff? Yeah, exactly. That's something you want to see.
4: If man, I, I've had a couple people too. This is my favorite. If people get the name of the show wrong, I'm always like, maybe, <laughs> 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 but like, I literally had a guy message. me. Hey, I that pick your
0: popcorn thing.
4: Well, this one guy pick messaged on me and he just goes, Hey man, I'd love to do that. Uh, comedy poison show. And I was like, well, first of all, <laughs> <a> comedy poison. <laughs> Maybe not wow. calling a show Comedy Poison is a good idea. Hey, I'll have to do your funny, it, it, funny medicine it, yeah. laugh thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, I mean, that's the thing is like there are some people where I'm like – and and I always talk to people I go, hey, like how do you feel about this show? And they're like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. I go, come watch the one before. Like yeah, just just wa- just watch it. Like that's what I encourage comics. And we always tell comics, if you message me about being on the show and you want to do the show, come watch the show
0: at least once just learn just so you
4: know what you're getting yourself into because there are people who agree to it and then are kind of thrown off by it Mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to surprise anybody or trick anybody yeah i just want to put on the best show and i want people to i want people to do the show to have fun and like we try and like book people that we know are positive to be around like we kind of i mean every producer has like their own little blacklist but if there's like we hear like rumblings of like, oh, this person did this. We're like, oh, you're out, bud. Like, we obviously don't tell them that, but we're like, we don't want to put anyone in a situation where they feel like, oh, this person's here. I don't really want to be around that.
0: You're curating an atmosphere. Yeah. Not just that one 5, 10, 15 minute sh- set that they do, but the whole show around it too. Yeah,
4: We want mm-hmm. our audience
0: to leave going, that
4: show was so fun. And we want our comics to leave going, oh my God, that was so much fun.
0: I want the audience to leave every show get out of here. <laughs> just they show up and then I, I use that pepper Give spray gun. Get out. <laughs> There's a Lysol slip and slide. Hit that shit and get. Get out of here. <laughs> I will say is like I, I love the whole idea. I only get to see like from an outsider's perspective, the troubles like Michael goes through when he's booking. Like a couple times he's called me like same day and be like, dude, I'm so sorry. Someone bailed. Can you fill a spot? And I love that. Like, I literally just like, let me finish jerking off first. Oh. <laughs> and then, you know, like, but, like, realistically, <laughs> I see the struggles he goes through and stuff with that. So to hear somebody who's, like, as methodical as stuff is, is, is cool, but it makes yeah. me erotic. I'm the type of comic who, like, you, I'll always go to a venue first. I wouldn't dare walk up on stage without knowing right where the entrance from the green room, if there is one, who the producer is who I talk to when I go in yeah. first. You know, I want all that stuff nailed out. I want, like, a floor plan of the building and shit. But you made me neurotic when you talked about like seeing how they improv and all stuff and like what type of comic they are because I did the first time I did Frescati I actually had a good night I was kind of crushing with some new material I was working on most of it was about the Australian wildfires it was terribly offensive I talked about pedophilia like six times but I had to place la- I had to place laughing though and like he was like hey good set and I, just, I just, at the time I wanted to be like I don't talk about pedophiles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I just, I just that's not my something. hope I'm not a pedophile comic <laughs> that's not me yeah <laughs> I swear I don't like the Australian wildfires. So like I hate having a good night when like you're at a new spot and you're like ah I feel good about it and then afterwards you're like wait everyone thinks I'm a terrible human being now. <laughs> well that, and that's the thing I think like uh, you know depending on what, on what you
4: can find and and what you do like that's why I like to watch people like I like to go to the Gone Show because I like to just watch people try and do three minutes. How do people
0: handle three minutes? And Anthony's batting a thousand for the gong show right now. I think, aren't you, Anthony? Are you batting yeah. a thousand? <laughs> you've never been yeah. gonged, so. You no, it one time. but I've only been up once. Oh, so. okay. No, you've been up twice. You've been up twice. That's oh, true. was it twice? You've been up at least twice. I've seen you there twice, and you didn't get gonged either time.
1: <laughs> I, <got> gonged <laughs> I I usually drink too much when I go out there.
0: Uh, I I know because I got gonged both times, and so yeah. I, I in the parking lot I was like, should I kill Anthony? Anthony? I was like, should I kill yeah, I'm Pretty sure. You were I was there only once? there once. You were just there yeah. once. Oh, yeah. that's why you're bragging. That's why you're still a thousand. That's why you're still. You're still betting a thousand. I'm I sure you're not I'll go again,
1: and it'll still be, 1, 000, but... do, do be <laughs> a thousand. Do me a
4: favor. Yeah. When I build you up, you know what's you funny, don't funny is tear r- yourself down. Right before all this happened, I was scheduled to be the one of the judges in March. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's cool. And I was like so excited about it because I love Mike McGee. He's, he's a real sweet dude, oh. a real genuine dude, and he was like stoked to have me so and uh And then the world collapsed, and we were like, oh, dope.
0: Dude, I I met Mike there, and the first time I went up, I got gonged, and I was like, ah, kind of heartbroken. But I had faltered a little bit. I had felt myself, like, like, hesitate on a joke. And then two people came up afterwards, and they're like, dude, what was the end of the joke? I want to hear the rest of the joke. And, like, a bunch of people said nice things, so I didn't feel so bad. And then Mike comes over, and he's like, hey, don't worry about it. Some people just gong for no reason. And I was like, ah thanks man i go back again this time i get gonged while I'm, I'm doing good i'm doing well people are laughing i still get gonged i turn back i make fun of the guy who gonged me and get an even bigger laugh and then he comes up to me afterwards and said some super nice things and i was like god nice. dang man i've never been like gonged off and felt so good about myself yeah. afterwards that My, show is amazing yeah
4: Boy, that man. show rules I, the first time i ever did that show i was hyping myself up on it and i was like
0: Oh God. This is everything. Because I'm a storyteller.
4: So I'm this like is my break. I've got to do one liners, oh. I've got to do one liners, like I've got to do quick, quick, quick jokes. And yeah. I got gonged maybe not immediately, but I I got gonged after I did it. It was Christmas time. It was December and I remember this. And right as I got on stage, one of the judges looks at me and I she was some dancer or something. She goes, Be funny. <laughs> and and into the <laughs> mic so funny. Into the mic I just go, Be funny. Do you know where you are? <laughs> and I, yeah. I just kind of go. She just told me to be funny. Yeah, she I had dance, fun. bitch. Like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, fuck. I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what course. did that mean? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. so she already does not like me because I'm like, what a dumb thing to say. Mm. Uh, and then I told a joke which I've never told. I, it just, it's not really my style. I tend to run clean. But I was like, this is yeah. a stupid joke, and I, and I played it, and I went, uh, guys. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. uh, And I saw daddy quietly masturbating in
0: the corner. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. And she
4: gets up and just (laughs) gongs and she's like, gross. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, fair. Yeah, (laughs) gross. And Mike Mike just goes, no love for cuckolding at the Gone Show. (laughs) (laughs) Always.
0: They're so ready there. They are so ready. As soon as awesome. anything breaks in action, they're, they're right yeah. out there. It's so awesome, dude. I really love that show. I can't wait to get back out there, man. It's going to be fun. And honestly, I can't wait to check out your next Zoom show. Um, are you doing it every Friday, every other Friday? It's how? every other Friday. No, no. Every so, other Friday. Yes.
4: yeah. So the next one, let me see because I don't know how to do math. 24th? Um, if it's the 24th.
0: So July 24th, check yeah. out the next episode. Uh, oh, pick yeah. your poison homebrew. And don't forget to check out Time Machine Talk Show. Kid yeah. Get tested, mother approved, three wonderful avenues and more to come in the Thank future, it sounds like. Uh, thanks again for coming on here, man. We usually wrap up with takeaways, but before we get into that, is there any other things that we might have cut you off or inter- interrupted on you want to get out there? No, I
4: mean probably. I will say this, and you can cut this if it's fine. My mic like stopped recording a couple times, so I will timestamp it and send it to you, Michael, uh, so you know when like to kind of maybe move my audio a
0: little bit more forward. Uh,
4: But I got most of it from there. Uh, But other than that, no.
0: (laughs) That's that was probably going to get cut. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Cut that.
4: The best part is is you can say that's probably going to get cut. Then it'd be like, what did he say? Because it started with him drawing weird, vaguely offensive pictures, (laughs) and then he had to cut something. Funny
0: cuts. The the episode's actually going to be just us talking about the pictures and then the cut. Yeah, it's gonna cut. (laughs) Awesome. What did you guys got for takeaways, gang?
1: Uh, I want to apologize to Gen Z for the horrific toys that we envisioned for all of <laughs> you. Uh, I know Michael hates That's kids, it. but that doesn't mean the rest of us can,
2: can do it. He always just says that, dude. You don't just got to throw that no out spine. there like that, man. Damn. You
0: have no spine, Anthony. <laughs> what do you got to say?
2: Just say I hate I mean, somebody like that. Jeez. Fuck. I'm
1: just saying, dude. You know, how many episodes we've had now where you fucking
2: done that? I don't enjoy the presence of children, but it doesn't mean I hate them. Fuck. How how can he hate kids when he loves them? That's such a fucking just bold statement to make out there on my behalf. Fucking watch what you say.
0: (laughs) Sometimes we do over-promote hate speech. (laughs) 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 Uh,
3: Seb, what do you got for takeaways? You know, I just, when you said that that woman told you be funny, that really stuck with me. And, you know, I, I think I'm going to come out of this just sometimes you just got to fucking say just exactly what you mean and not try to be subtle about it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just the idea of fucking saying that to someone right before they go A lot on stage you can say is, with is five great. fingers.
5: <laughs>
2: uh, my takeaway from this episode is that it was really fun to sit and chat with Ruben. Uh, I've been seeing the, the Zoom, the Home Remedy kind of, you know take off since you guys started so it was cool to hear kind of an update yeah. about that. Uh and uh yeah I the Lysol slip and slide was <laughs> so funny. Like I just I I was just thinking of an infomercial right away. Just disinfected. <laughs> like I just had my like, yeah, idea was awesome. <laughs> That's what take and as
0: few kids crying in the commercial as possible.
2: Like it really
0: burns Um yeah, my takeaway uh, gotta be uh, having met you only a couple times before, like around different shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, never had a lot of time to talk You're something, you know, besides being a funny guy, obviously. I would say you're like a morally uh I don't wanna call it sound because someone's got their own morals, but a morally conscious comedian. It's awesome to hear that there's like a lot of active thought that goes into not just the jokes you're saying, but who you're working with, why you're doing things with people yeah. and what you're trying to give to the audience. And that's that's thoughtful and awesome. I like, like I that. I appreciate that. Cool to meet you, man. Yeah, I appreciate that man.
4: Uh I, my takeaway is that I really feel like that slip and slide thing could actually happen and that's that's the worst thing that I could think of.
0: That <laughs> if you think I'm not having sex with one of those right now, you're insane. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah.
4: <laughs> there's there's someone in like Wisconsin that's like we put a Lysol on the slip and slide, and little Jimmy goes all over it. That's how
2: he takes his <laughs> bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: it's
0: j- cheaper than water. <laughs> uh- <laughs> yeah. Cleaner than water. Uh, yeah, you know you can drink stuff. <laughs>
4: Kids all awesome. cross-eyed and like bleeding out of his yeah. nose. I like last
0: pool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
5: I'm
3: this man, and he's like, "That's clearly an adult man. That is an adult man."
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, you gotta take us out, Anthony.
1: Uh, go read a book. Stay, Stay hydrated.
0: Inside which will take it easy baby girls to check me out on instagram at camp and youtube
3: at CB comedy i'm on instagram seinfeld S I G H N feld and also fuckerbird,
1: young baphomet underscore on uh instagram
2: and uh the fucking twitter machine and i'm at
3: underscore m booth on twitter
2: and instagram and then facebook youtube michael booth and don't forget to check out the cowboy rowdy podcast on instagram and also the cowboy rowdy podcast on facebook